0: Hey everyone, it's Rick Nivenes, and welcome to Origin Gate Daily Podcast: Wisdom's Echo. In today's podcast, I want to share something that I've been sitting on and engaging in with Yahweh, and I feel that if this is something that you are navigating through, it's going to be very beneficial in engaging with this, so that we can be aligned once again to the intent that Yahweh has for us as sons. But I want to address the issue of fear. Now, I'm fully aware that there are so many individuals that have had to navigate through situations and circumstances that have presented itself to them over the year and a bit. And within these situations and circumstances, they have had to make decisions. Do they allow what they are currently beholding to instill fear within them? Or do they make a conscious decision to know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, our Father is good. And within that understanding, we engage in a peace that scripture says surpasses our understanding. Now, I want to just sit on that for a moment because we are not supposed to understand the peace that is given to us or the peace that we are engaging in because scripture says it cannot be understood. It surpasses your understanding. So the moment you try to comprehend this peace that is given to us, we reduce it to our level of understanding and it does not carry the same authority as it ought to within our lives because we've tried to comprehend it. So everything you hear or allow into your life either gets filtered by love or fear. Now this is key because in 1 John 4 verse 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear involves punishment and the one who fears is, is not perfected in love. Now this for me was a portion of scripture I had to sit on and engage with because I realized that if I have fear or I have allowed fear to present itself to me and have an influence within my life, then there is an issue in my engagement in love. I have to be honest. I had to be honest with myself. I had to realize that There was a missing element of my engagement with Yahweh, understanding His love. Because if I know that, if I know the love that Yahweh has for me and that His love is so perfected within me as a son, I will not allow the situations and circumstances that I'm currently beholding, I will not allow that to determine my joy, or determine my happiness, or allow it to have an impact negatively that produces fear. Because here in scripture it says, the one who fears is not perfected in love. So let's be honest, how many of you have had something on your mind that you've been worried about, that has kept you awake all night, and you've been thinking about it, pondering about it, trying to make plans for that what you are worrying about. So, this is an indication that you know how to meditate. Because what is meditation? It's pondering, thinking about something continuously until it becomes so part of who you are that you think it, speak it, you breathe it, you frame it to create it. So, in the same breath, If we could spend the time that we ponder on things that we are worried about and we begin to turn our appearance to the countenance of Yahweh, His kingdom and all that is within and we see His goodness that passes before our eyes, we will begin to behold, frame, think, ponder on these things, meditate on them so that it can become who we are when we engage with this we can speak it frame it declare the goodness that begins to unfold before us because scripture says in proverbs 18:21 that there is life and death in the power of the tongue that's the spoken word and those who speak it shall eat of its fruit now there's been a couple of stories that I've been engaging with found in Scripture, and one of them is found in Judges 6. And this is the story of Gideon. Now, I love this story, and I love Gideon, because here is a man that has such power and authority positioned within him that what Yahweh has written upon his testimony scroll is to lead an army into great victory. But when we read in scripture, it says that the angel of the Lord came to Gideon as Gideon was threshing wheat in a winepress. Now, that is a good place to hide out. (laughs) And the angel of the Lord begins to declare and speak from Yahweh's heart to realign the fear that Gideon had for him now to engage in the peace that surpasses understanding. And when we read this in scripture, and I would love for you to engage with it yourself because there is so much truth recorded within this portion of scripture. But what I love about Yahweh's conversation with Gideon is this. Gideon is now saying to Yahweh how he feels that he's not the one That can lead this army into victory. And he shares openly about the fear that has overshadowed him. And Yahweh's response is this But the Lord said to Gideon, Peace, do not be afraid, you will not die. So the statement that Yahweh made to Gideon allowed him to recalibrate his thoughts, his ideas, his perspective. To be realigned to what Yahweh had written upon his testimony scroll. And that was to take his army into the victory that was already set. But Gideon also had to be aware that he had for a moment allowed the external influence to open up a gate to allow fear to overshadow him. And with that wrestle between himself and And the testimony scroll that was written upon his heart, he had to make this decision. And what I love about this process is Yahweh knew from the beginning that Gideon was the man to bring about that victory. But Gideon had to also engage with that reality. Now, there's another fear that I would like to make mention of. And this is something that I've had to personally navigate through. And it's the fear of man. The fear of man cripples an individual because they begin to live their life through the opinion of other people. Now, this is something that I personally had to navigate through, especially being a pastor of a church. My heart was to make sure that people are okay, that they feel safe and comfortable, but in the same breath. You could easily cross that line where you start trading into the fear of man. What does a person think about me? Am I doing a good enough job? Oh, yes, I'll do that. Oh, no, I won't do that. What are they thinking? And before you know it, you start living through other people's expectations and what they want. Instead of engaging within the heart of Yahweh. And when Yahweh says to you, son, I need you to move. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, I will move. But if you trade into the fear of man, you will hear what Yahweh is saying, but then you will also begin to engage with the hearts of those around you. And if they aren't quite there, you can easily trade into that fear because you do not want to disappoint. There is a subtle difference between engaging in the fear of man that masquerades itself as honor. Giving into man's immaturity is not honor. That is submitting yourself and being influenced by the fear of man that begins to dictate to you their place of immaturity and what they are wanting to see you do through their desires. But with my engagement with Yahweh, as I behold His countenance, I bear the reflection of the one that I'm engaging in. And when I stand before a company of people, I'm releasing and revealing maturity to sons to give each person an opportunity to engage in the truth that will set them free. So once you walk this process out and you engage in love, the fear of man no longer has a grip on your life Because scripture once again says, perfect love drives out fear. (laughs) I love this because you start seeing the fruit of it in your life. You aren't living under other people's expectations. You aren't living within this fear of what people are going to think about you. You know that you are carrying the record of Yahweh's heart written upon your testimony scroll that when we walk this process out, I'm telling you now, we are going to have to, somewhere along the line, have to deal with this fear. So just one more comment on the fear of man. What I've realized is one regret of submitting to the fear of man is that you live according to someone else's expectations that they put upon your life. If an individual is operating out of that fear of man, they are searching for identity. And if found by the applause of man, it will need to be sustained by the applause of man. But if it's found within the favor of Yahweh in your identity positioned within him, he is the one that will sustain it, which I love because I've been there, I've done that, I've got the t-shirt. I've had so many people because of what I was doing within the church, the things that I was saying, teaching things that they can comprehend and understand because I wanted them to like me, of course. So when I would teach those things, they would go, Rick, you're amazing, we love you, what an awesome pastor you are. But when I started to teach things that could not be comprehended or understood, they came from the heart of Yahweh to them to bring about maturity. Then all of a sudden, I wasn't that great. <laughs> and I had to deal with some of the stuff because of my love for people and I honored people to such a place where I realized that trading into the fear of man, could so easily be masqueraded as honoring them but I'm not doing them any justice and I'm not doing them any favor by giving in to their demand. I had to say to Yahweh I love them enough to speak truth that would hopefully set them free but the decision and choice is still theirs but I gotta do what you ask him here to do. So I will teach What you are revealing to me so that they can be brought into maturity to behold and engage in the countenance of who you are Yahweh. Because within this pursuit, the love that I have for Yahweh, the love that I have for Yeshua, the love that I have for Ruach HaKadosh. It's so overwhelming when I talk about stuff like this because of the shift that has happened within my heart. Just the love that I have for the kingdom and all that is within. But I also had to realize that I had allowed the fear of man to overshadow me. To such a place where I viewed the fear of man as I was honoring individuals. But yet I was creating a ceiling instead of a platform. So 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So we know that fear is a spirit, and power, love, and a sound mind are spirits as well. So when we begin to behold the power, love, and a sound mind that is our portion, and we begin to behold all that is within the kingdom, that becomes the desire of our heart, then we don't have room or we don't give attention to the fear that is around us, whether it be fear that tries to present itself through the situations and circumstances that we're navigating through, or even the fear of man that tries to put their expectations of immaturity on us so that we can be subjected to the things that are happening around us. When we begin to behold His goodness, when we begin to behold His kingdom, that becomes our portion. So I want to leave you with this and I'm feeling so excited right now and I trust that this has been beneficial and I trust that this has encouraged. But if we focus on the kingdom and all that is within and we by faith our position there and we engage in his peace that surpasses all understanding we will begin to see the mysteries of his kingdom being revealed in us when we walk on the face of the earth we're going to think differently we're going to speak differently which means we're going to frame things differently and his kingdom becomes our portion because of what is happening within us which is key. So whatever you are hooks into and beholds is what we are becoming. So let's not get caught up by what is happening around us. I'm not saying that we are living in denial, but what I am telling you is that there is always the goodness of Yahweh that passes before our eyes. We've got to choose to turn, to engage and behold So that it can be our portion. So I trust that this has helped you. From my house to yours. Shalom.